Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Alexa. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. And a good morning to everybody. Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. This is a special high school football edition of the Sports Beat. I'll talk about some other sporting news. We have got a lot to talk about on this show, including NFL preseason, the Braves are surging, and Columbus has a new professional indoor soccer team for men and women, and they will start the season later this year. All right, before I get into my high school football show, because it's going to be a jam-packed show, tonight is the majority of the high school football games in the Valley. You don't want to miss it. Got some intriguing matchups. Going to preview just about all the matchups in the Valley to include East Alabama and West Georgia. But first, I want to get into the preseason battles as these quarterbacks are trying to become the number one starter. Last night, the New England Patriots shut out the Philadelphia Eagles 35 to nothing. Cam Newton and Mac Jones were both spectacular. I know it's only preseason. Jalen Hurts didn't play for the Eagles. Uh, Nick Cerrone, the head coach for the Eagles, says that he is not going to name the starter for week one. It's Jalen Hurts' team. Just give him the starting job but who's going to be the starter in new england is it going to be cam newton or mac jones mac jones his ceiling is very low but he is a very accurate thrower he's the type of quarterback that bill belichick and offensive coordinator josh mcdaniels wants in their system cam newton is the superstar he's got an mvp when healthy he is an offensive force that could run the ball which quarterback is going to give the Patriots the best chance to win the game. I still think the Buffalo Bills are the best team in the NFC East, followed by the New England Patriots, which I think will sneak into the playoffs. But we have some quarterback controversies brewing up, especially in Chicago, where Andy Dalton says, this is my team. However, Justin Fields looked very sharp in their preseason game. And it was a come-from-behind win over the Dolphins. And I think Justin Fields will win the job week one. The Chicago Bears have been looking for a franchise quarterback for a very long time. The last time they really had one, and he really wasn't all that healthy, was Jim McMahon. Led them to the Super Bowl win in 1985. After that, they've had some hits and misses. They've had Jay Cutler. They really whiffed on Mitchell Trubisky. Although they are a playoff team, Justin Fields is one of those players that is electrifying enough to put the Bears over the top and possibly make the playoffs. The next quarterback controversy that is brewing, well, it's not really a controversy. I think that Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance in San Francisco, this is Jimmy Garoppolo's team, but San Francisco likes a lot of things that Trey Lance is doing. No, he did not have a perfect preseason game. He was 5 of 14. He was sacked four times. But some of the plays he made just got you in the wow factor off your seat. The 80-yard bomb to Trent Sherfield, And then one of those plays to 
a tight end, Charlie Warner, at the goal line. He's got good feet work. He's got a great arm. But he's not ready to be the starter just yet. Give him some more reps. Let him play in this upcoming preseason game against the Los Angeles Chargers with the first team. I'm going to try to watch this game. It's going to be on the NFL Network on Sunday. We also have quarterback controversies. I actually think that Trevor Lawrence will be named the starter week one. I know that Gardner Minshew is trying to throw his name into the ring. He's trying to put his name in the hat and trying to make it a little bit more competitive. The Jets have no choice. They're going to have to start Zach Wilson. They are throwing him to the Wolves. The Jets do not have talent on that roster. Their defense was going to look promising with head coach Robert Salah and his defensive philosophy, but after losing Carl Lawson to an injury, the talented defensive end, it looks like a big question mark. Now, I do think that Saturday, the Atlanta Falcons will take on the Miami Dolphins. Matt Ryan will not play in this game. It's going to be a battle for the second string spot on the Falcons and possibly the heir apparent to Matt Ryan if he ever decides to hang it up, which I still think at 36 years old, he's got a lot of years left. Maybe even he could play into his mid-40s like Tom Brady. But you got Felipe Franks, the rookie out of Arkansas, and then you got the backup quarterback, A.J. McCarron, has been bounced around the league, played for the Bengals, he started for the Bengals, he was a backup to the Raiders, and it's over. Uh, A.J. McCarron looked terrible, and sorry to say this, but his run as a backup quarterback is over in this league and Felipe Frank should be the next backup quarterback to Matt Ryan. I don't think Kyle Pitts is going to play, but I would like to see him out on the field. That is going to be two weapons that they can rely on Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. I think Matt Ryan is going to have a very good offensive year, but the defense is going to rely heavily on Dante Fowler and Deion Jones to carry the load, and the Falcons may be piecing it together with their defensive talent. They lost a lot of defensive talent, especially Keon O'Neal and Ricardo Allen in the backfield, and now they just got a bunch of guys. So what is defensive coordinator Dean Pease going to do in their first year under Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot, the GM. It is going to be very interesting to see what the Atlanta Falcons do this year. They could surprise some people, but one team looks like they're going off a cliff is the New Orleans Saints. There is controversy. There's dysfunction between Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, and I think it's over. I think the New Orleans Saints will not make the playoffs this year. I think that the leadership of Drew Brees, they are desperately seeking for, and they're not going to get it this year. Plus, the whole holdout with Michael Thomas is leaving the franchise in turmoil. A good quarterback controversy. I like to see Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Let Drew Locke start some games because if the Broncos think that Drew Locke is the quarterback of the future, they need to put him in the game more and make him prove it. Teddy Bridgewater has proven that he's a good backup quarterback. So that would be a very interesting matchup to see. And plus, when you're in a conference with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr, you need to get the quarterback right. All right, I'm going to be shifting gears and moving on into baseball. As we are in the dog days of summer, September baseball is around the corner. And the Atlanta Braves don't look now, but the last time I did this show, I don't even think they were in first place. But I did call it. I said that they would be in first place by the end of the weekend. And they have won six straight. The Phillies have lost four straight. And the Atlanta Braves have a four-game lead on the Philadelphia Phillies in the NL East. 
They have an important three-game series coming up against the Baltimore Orioles next weekend. They have a very important three-game series against the first-place San Francisco Giants in the NL West. These two teams have a history. The 1993 pennant race, who cannot forget that? You also have Bobby Cox's last game. I was there at Turner Field 2010 where the Giants won that and went on to win the World Series. You could tell I'm a Giants fan. I tried to go to every Giants Braves game I could possibly make it to they did not play last year because of COVID and now they're going to play this year and it is going to be a very huge series because right now the Giants have the best record in all of Major League Baseball but the Dodgers are surging and they're only two and a half back the Giants were five up on the Dodgers now the Dodgers are two and a half back this is a very important pennant race but it's really not going to matter both teams are going to make the postseason And now both teams are on a collision course to meet in the postseason. How excited would you be if you were a Giants fan or a Dodgers fan to see your longtime hated rival in the postseason? It could be a series of epic proportions. Moving on to the New York Yankees who swept the Boston Red Sox in Yankee Stadium. And now the New York Yankees have the lead in the wild card. Those transactions paid off getting Anthony Rizzo and Joey Gallo, but also Garrett Cole coming back from the COVID list. And I think the New York Yankees are back on track and their philosophy is World Series or bust. I do think that the Tampa Bay Rays are the best team in the American League. And talking to some Tampa sports fans, they cannot be stopped. Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl, Lightning winning the Stanley Cup, and what's next? University of South Florida getting into the college football playoff. I actually think that the Tampa Bay Rays look very good and they could possibly make it to the World Series again, but the Chicago White Sox have something to say about that as well. With Tony LaRusso, he should get manager of the year. From what the Chicago White Sox are doing, and they've shaken off those playoff woes last year when losing to the Oakland Athletics, baseball is exciting. And I'm happy that it's back. But here in the Valley, Columbus has a new indoor professional soccer team. Teams, both men and women, the Columbus Rapids will play the 2021-2022 season in the inaugural professional indoor soccer league. Right now, they've only named two other teams, the Fayetteville Fury and the Memphis Americans. They got one more team they're going to name, and they're going to play their games at the Columbus Civic Center. Now, when you go to the game, you're going to get two for the price of one. You're going to see the women's team, and you're also going to see the men's team. And I think that the impact that Atlanta United had on the state of Georgia has carried over to other cities outside the metro Atlanta area. And I think that Columbus now has four professional sports teams. When I first moved to the city, they only had two. So I could tell you that Columbus is growing and we do have passionate sports fans here in the Chattahoochee Valley. Speaking of soccer, I want to give props to the Atlanta United team. Atlanta United FC has won three straight matches And they are on the outskirts looking in. They are currently ninth place. Only seven teams are getting into the MLS playoffs. And they have turned things around with their new manager. And plus, allowing Joseph Martinez to play more. They defeated Toronto FC 1-0 over the week. Ezekiel Barco scored a goal in the 20th minute. And now Atlanta United is on fire. And they are trying to sneak into the postseason. So congratulations to them. I have not been to an Atlanta United match yet, but I definitely support the team and I try to watch as many matches as I possibly can 
the moment you all been waiting for. It is part. It is that time of the show. I I hyped this show up a long time ago because I know where my fan base is at. It's all about high school football, especially here in the Chattahoochee Valley, where we have some monster games tonight. You have interstate matchups. You have Opelika, a 6A team out of Alabama, one of the favorites to win the state title in 6A football, to take on Callaway, the defending 2A state champs for the state of Georgia. Some of the other high school matchups, you have Central out of Phoenix City, Alabama. They will take on Peach County out of Georgia. Another very intriguing matchup. Some of the other matchups, Carver, is going to play Carver is going to play Lee County in the Corky Kell Classic this Saturday at three and Carver is one of the teams in Georgia that's ranked top in their 4A class 4A region two which we have a lot of teams out of Columbus in region two including Shaw Spencer Columbus Hardaway and Jordan Northside is the only school in Columbus that's a 5A. Harris County is also 5A, and they will take on Troop County this week as well. Another local team here in the Valley is Russell County, and they will travel to Smith Station. They will take on the Panthers. Smith Station is a 7A program, and Russell County is 6A Region 2. So this is going to be a very intriguing matchup. It is one of those games that will be broadcasted on the NFHS network. So you don't want to miss it if you are a fan of Russell County that has really turned their program around after not winning a single game last year, is trying to put the winning formula back to the Warriors of Russell County. They got the new scoreboard, new field, new uniforms, and it is going to be exciting times in Seal, Alabama. Their first home game will be next week against Barber County, and it will be the debut of my PA announcing there for the Warriors. So what's going to happen next week? I will go ahead and break down all the high school games, all the scores that has happened, and then I will preview the games coming up. Well, that's all the time I have on the show. I want to thank all my listeners that have downloaded my podcast. And and don't forget to like and subscribe to my Facebook channel. I hope that everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy a nice weekend of high school football. And I will talk to you Monday. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.